0: Todd talks. April nineteenth, two thousand twenty, and um, boy, lots of lots of changes today. I would say globally, uh, there's what they call a pandemic going around right now. COVID nineteen, uh, coronavirus, which uh, the, as the as the stories are, are told. Apparently started sometime in uh, they think last November December. It's, it's basically a flu strain that's a very aggressive flu strain, highly contagious flu strain that attacks the respiratory system pretty viciously, um, and uh, allegedly uh, started somewhere in, in China, somewhere in the Wuhan Wuhan province, of China. Um, although that's being debated because uh, there, there are places all over the world claiming that, that there may have been these illnesses popping up in their countries for some time now, but we weren't able to put our finger on it. We, as in everybody, to, to, to call it something and, and the scientists to explore and figure out what strain it was. And um, anyway, they, they, they believe it started in China somewhere, but I. Who knows? Who knows what the truth really is? But nonetheless, this right now today is a is a um, boy. It's a it's a it's a game changer because it seems like, though that there's like twi- uh, two thirds of of people are are sort of in this deer in the headlights, scared, hiding out, you know, un- uncertain. Whereas there's another third that are on the positive side, on the positive end, to think, you know, it, you know, we can get through this, we can, there, there's there's, cures around the corner, there's blessings around every corner. So for example, my, myself personally, um, I see so many people walking outside now. Cause a lot of, here's what's happening. A lot of people are home now. They're a lot of, in fact, most all businesses are closed nationwide. Although recently the cases have been dropping and people are starting to feel a little bit better and there's optimism growing that uh, President Trump has declared, and Mike Pence, Vice President, Mike Pence, Mike Prince, Mike Pence Pence has declared that, you know, it's time to start thinking about opening the economy a little bit. Because a lot of states have very few cases. In Massachusetts currently, a population of about seven, Million people. There's probably currently about 1,400 deaths. They say resulting from this this virus. Um, again, hard to say. You know, you're kind of going by the news media. The news media is kind of twisted, up, twisted up a little bit. In fact, a lot of it. It's really, really hard to get the facts. But that's that's what we're told. And you know, considering you know, out of seven seven million people in Massachusetts alone, you know, 1,400 people it's not a high number and, and there's a lot of sensitivity going on today about what you say and there has been for some time you know it used to be something like 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 racism you know racism um, was a very sensitive subject um, and now nowadays it's you, you got to be careful about so many different things and this this now is one of them because I'll give you an example where if, if, for example, I say only 1,400 people have died from, from this particular strain of virus. Well, only, you know, if you're talking about some one person, let's just say uh, my grandmother dies from this particular virus. That's important to me, right? Because my grandmother dies from it and she didn't, but let's just, say, let's just say she did. You know, that would suck. That'd be really hard, you know? So, so I don't, here's the thing, I don't want to diminish the, the seriousness of of even one one potential death because um, it's serious business but on the other hand you know just looking at the looking at the numbers and lo- looking at seven million people and 1400 deaths it's just comparatively a lot of people are freaking out a lot of people this whole two-thirds or more people are freaking out um, and again, see, even as I'm saying this, I'm a little uncomfortable about it just because, I, again, I, I'm trying not to diminish the, the importance of these deaths. Because death is just bad. It's just not, never a good thing. Although it's part of human life, it's it's never a good thing. So please don't take this the wrong way. But comparatively, you know, an, annually, we read that there's somewhere between, and again, the numbers are really hard to, to narrow down, but somewhere between, let's say 30 and 50,000 people a year in America, in the United States alone, die from, from some kind of a flu strain. And, um, you know, those are those are big numbers. And you know, comparing this flu strain right now, currently around 1,400, maybe pushing up to 1,500, I don't know what it is, but the numbers are much, much less, much, 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 I can't even speak, much, much less lower than, uh, than, than most of those other numbers. And again, it's debatable because, uh, you know, they, they may not even really start counting the total final figures till later this year, um, you know, for 2020. So it's hard to say. But nonetheless, in, in Connecticut too, Connecticut has uh, approximately three and a half million people, about half of Massachusetts, and they have probably two to three hundred cases less than Massachusetts. So statistically speaking, they have half the number of people and a little bit less little bit fewer uh, cases of death from this particular virus. Um, I guess they're about the same. I guess if you think about it, but a lot of people are getting it. The good news is that a lot of people are getting it, and a lot of people, a lot of people are getting cured um, or curing themselves from it because there is no known cure for this type of a flu virus. In fact, I don't think there ever was a cure for a flu virus. I think there are things like Theraflu and different different different. Uh, I don't even know the names of the medicines, but some things that helped alleviate symptoms of the flu, but not to cure it, which to me I think is, is a shame because we have so much going on in the world right now, so much modern technology. We're talking about going back to Mars, for example. Well, instead of going to Mars, why can't we think about coming up with these super cool ultra vitamin pack things that help fight the flu viruses? Because what is happening with this particular virus is they are really, really dangerous for old people, and particularly retirement homes and old age homes, and um, because their immune systems are so weakened um, that, that they're super, super vulnerable to this particular strain of virus. And this, this virus is really contagious, especially for the older folks. In fact, you know, the more you read, it's, it's interesting because, you know, young, younger people just are not getting this type of virus or disease. Um, or, or the symptoms of and and again, this is kind of new this year So it, it's hard to say why and how and all that But it could very well be that their immune systems are a little bit stronger than older folks that could be part of it We we don't know for sure We don't know so It's sort of a new thing, but what's happening? What's interesting is that it literally it's paralyzing the, the, the world because it's happening globally and a lot of companies are closing down. I mean, there's no concerts, no public forums, there's no church gatherings. Um, all of the stores are closed down. Um, the good news is that economically speaking, you know, you can still go to gas stations, you can still go to a lot, you know, grocery stores. I guess the key is, um, I think they call it, non-essential businesses are to be closed for now. Meaning that if it's essential, like a grocery store, a food store, a hardware store, essential for survival and basic economics, that that it's important to stay open. Banks too. Banks are open, but only limited hours and through the drive-through only. You can't go in. Um, You go into a food place like uh, Qdoba. Uh, a Mexican uh, food restaurant or a a Tex-Mex restaurant and uh, last night I went in and you have to stand six feet away from the counter to make your order and they're wearing gloves and masks and you know you see a lot of masks today a lot of people are wearing masks just just everything's really changed and again people are working from home we're having meetings from home new apps like Zoom and uh, you know, old apps like uh, let's see, Google Hangouts and uh, Microsoft Teams and there, there are a lot of things like this that are being used for companies to continue meeting. So you got people at home working from home, conducting business from home. You've got kids at home, our kids are at home doing schooling at home. And I don't know if you think about it, we've been working at home for years. A lot of people have been working at home for years. And it's sort of becoming this sort of shocked the world, startled the world into making it happen uh, in a different way. Like it's almost a hard stop. The governors of, of states say, no, everything's closed, non-essential businesses closed down. Um, and again, I think there's two thirds of the, of the population are panicking and they're anxious and worried and nervous. And one third of the population is, is not. One third is maybe lightly, I think it's natural to be a little nervous and concerned uh of course obviously but a lot of the time it's why you know we the more i talk to people the more i realize it's like kind of like they're they're uh they're used to their their certain conveniences if you will you know they're they're used to doing what they want when they want how much they want you think about it i mean Oh man, we can live anywhere, we can do anything, we can buy anything, we can say anything, we can go here, we can go there, we can go do anything we really want. And all of a sudden, now that we can't, it can be very uncomfortable for some people. Um, I kind of think of it like the uh, you know, sucking the thumb, the blankie and the teddy bear syndrome. You know, We're used to having those comforts and all of a sudden, when we don't, it gets a little a little nerve-wracking for, for a lot of people. And, uh, but, but I don't know. I, me personally, I, I've seen so much more incredible good out of this than I have uh, bad. Let me, let me explain. So, for example, uh, there's five in our family, my wife and uh, three kids. And for the first time in 20 years, we sat home at Easter together and we ate together and we prayed together. We um, spent time together the whole day. We've never done that in 20 years. We're always going down to families and family gatherings, in fact, two every single holiday. We got to sit together and it was just beautiful. It's remarkable. Uh, we do projects around the house together. We play board games together more often. We watch movies together more often. Um, I've, I've gone on walks and jogs with my older daughter more often. Um, uh, some other things I've seen. Neighbors that I haven't met in, in, ever. I didn't even know they were my neighbors. They're walking around neighborhoods together. I see kids out on their bicycles together, like when I was a kid. Uh, People are taking more nature hikes and nature walks. I've seen more fishing, more hiking, all that kind of stuff. Uh, To be honest with you, I've had more online, face-to-face online meetings than I ever have before. In fact, there are a number of clients in my creative services business that I've never met in person, I've never seen in person. And I have now through through Zoom and Microsoft Teams and Microsoft, um, I'm sorry, Google Hangouts more than I ever have. Um, people are home more. People are working from home more, so they're communicating more. You know, when they're at work, you know, you think about it. You got to wake up and got to get dressed in the morning a certain way. Take your time. You got to get in the car. You got to drive to the office. You got to have go get your coffee or water. You got to settle in, check all your emails. I, I personally think there's much more work being done while they're at home. Assuming you're in the one third of getting things done, not the two thirds that are. Panicked and you know having a tough time dealing with this kind of stuff um, so that's going on there now when you're talking about spaces like the retail space you know obviously if a retail store is closed you've got workers that work in the retail store they're not working they're they're at home so what are they gonna do well there's a lot of that going on there's company, small companies small medium businesses even large businesses are I think they're calling it a furloughing, where they're temporarily laying people off until this this. I hate calling it a pandemic, but it's what what it's being called, and um, until that passes over, that you know, what are they gonna do? And I think ultimately, that's that's the question: What are you gonna do? And you know, you could spend your time very constructively, like uh, you know, I'll give you an example. So, like my wife, who. Um, <sighs> So she works at, at our church and she's the, uh, the bookkeeper for the church and she, you know, she, she used to go on Mondays all day to work at the church to do that stuff and do deposits and all that. She still does, you know, they don't have the church gatherings but, but what I'm being told is that there are more donations now than there would be on a typical Sunday, um, which is funny, which is good news actually, but there's more. And she's still going in on Monday, but there's nobody in the office with her. She does it herself, does it quietly. Um, you know, She's been spending a lot of time doing things at home, like organizing closets, organizing files, organizing the finances, uh, cleaning this, painting that, spending time updating and uh, keeping things up. Me personally, like I said, I think if I were to say anything, I'm doing more and spending more time with my family, my, my wife and kids because I've always been a person that likes to get things done around the home. I have my home office. Um, I probably have more meetings, more online meetings and uh, literally face-to-face online with people than I have before and those take a lot of time. I spend a lot of time communicating. I, I, I turn on the, I open the spigots of communication and I really keep in touch with people and keep in touch with clients and let them know you know, I'm there for them. I'm, I'm, I'm there to help if they need creative services. Because a lot of companies, a lot of businesses are closed down. So you might have an agency, a creative agency, a marketing agency that you don't that you're used to using, and they're closed right now. Um, you know, you might you might be in big trouble. You can't get the services you, you need. You, you kind of scramble. But this is a time for leadership. This is a time for people to stand out and thrive. Um, as they say, when the going gets tough, the tough get going. Um, something, something pops up. You, 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 just, you have, you obviously have a choice. Uh, you know whether you want to panic or you want to do something about it, or nothing at all. You can be neutral. You know, just sort of sit there and kind of wait it out, and see what happens. But you, you have that choice. But anyway, things have, things have really changed. But depending on how you look at it, it's for the better or it's for the good. There's a, there's a young lady on Facebook that I continually see. Her name is Grace Anna. And I think if you look her up on Facebook, Graciana Speaks, I think uh, you you could look that up. And she's a a young lady. I believe she's around 13 or 14 or so. And she she had she was born with some kind of a condition and she's, um, you know, I want to say she struggles with that. But I have to tell you, she to me is at the top of the one third. The top of the one-third, man. She you listen to her. Just I, I challenge you to go to Facebook and look her up or even Google her and or YouTube her and look her up. But she is the most inspirational, motivating young lady. She's just incredible, incredible energy, incredible spirit, incredibly uplifting. It's just uh it's just one of those people you watch and it just fills you up with excitement. And um, there are people like that in the world. I was talking to my wife about this this morning, the the so-called one-third. And there are people in the world right now, um, and, and again, I don't like to tear people down too much, but hey, we all have an opinion. And when you think of a company like Amazon, and you got somebody like Jeff Bezos, the richest, one of, if not the richest person in the world right now, um, you know, buying mansions left and right, divorces the wife, and I think she, let's say she got $7 billion in the divorce settlement, that you get people like that that could very, very, very easily take take even a billion of the multi-billions you make and invest it in something like giving tablets or devices to all of the old age homes in, in America right now that, that, that allow these old folks to talk to their family. Wouldn't that be beautiful? Wouldn't that be something? That would be absolutely incredible. Um, you know, but, you know, then I read about people. I love Richard Branson from Virgin Atlantic. He is like the most remarkable guy. If you read his stories or read about his employees and his companies, how he takes care of his employees, um, it's just incredible. Or you got Mark Cuban, uh, owner of the Dallas Mavericks, who, who takes his own money and, and, and uses a lot of it to take care of his employees. Because, as he said, it's not their fault; they're out of work. They're out of work, and he, he works really hard to to take care of his people and take care of his employees. And again, he's in the top third, the top third of people that that care about people. Um, so, so you've got that out there, and then you've got look at Apple, Apple Computer, which you know maybe yes, I have a lot of nerve saying anything negative about Apple right now since I'm talking on an Apple device. But um, look at Apple, who. They have an opportunity too. they could easily do an ad drive right now or on their website to say how they plan, not even plan, they act, how they're going to help this, this change in times, you know, again, I think this, this so-called pandemic has triggered something much, much bigger and broader than just a, a virus. It's shining a light on humanity. It's shining a light on what. Again, the two-thirds versus the one-third, it's shining a light on when the going gets tough, the tough get going. It's, it's showing things like, for example, Apple, um, if I were in charge of Apple, and I think if a lot of you were in charge of Apple, um, you got good, strong hearts, and you believe that people are first, people are most important, and, and humanity and the goodness and, and, and values and everything that's behind you and your brand, that you'd, you, right up front, right on the website of Apple, would be again, an opportunity to take even recycled devices or old iPhone devices or whatever and donate them instantaneously to hospitals and hospital workers and patients and, um, you know, the poorer communities and and the the old age homes that they would donate that freely. You've got companies like General Motors and Tesla and, and others, uh, that are stepping up and making masks and making respirators and things. Um, granted, granted, they may be in survival mode to be able to produce things because they're not buying cars right now, they may as well make things, but they still have a choice and they're stepping up to the occasion. They're rising to the occasion. So you can get companies like Apple and Amazon to do this, but they're not. They're just not. They're not doing it. And I, I think that, that, that should be something that we all take a close look at. It's, it's really important. Let's take a look at the, the, the neighboring uh, small businesses uh, main main street usa they, they you got all these small shops these places that are closing and closed uh many of them now will go out of business possibly it's just been devastating for them but you got giants like walmart and uh amazon and apple that that are going to be th- they they were always thriving in the multi-billions they'll continue to thrive and and be it this this pandemic or the next or whatever they're always going to continue to thrive because they're they're always looking out for their stock, their shareholders, and their stocks and their, their, um, you know, their wealth. They're looking out for their wealth. They have to maintain that wealth engine, this tremendous wealth engine, based on providing super ultra conveniences to to all of us, which is another important point. Because think about Walmart, who destroyed local hardware stores and convenience stores and. and, and uh, just small, small stores, the small shops, making it what? Making it much, much more convenient for your average person. So you can go there and buy anything, but now you can't go to, you know, Harry's local, uh, uh, shop or store or department store. We used to have one in town called Malloy's Malloy's in Niantic, Connecticut, where I grew up, um, a little department store. Those, those shops were just decimated. Anderson's variety was another one. A variety store, decimated by Walmart, and um, you know these giants like uh, Home Depot and Lowe's. You know they've destroyed. Although I have a different opinion on Home Depot and Lowe's, but I'll explain that later. But but they definitely had a a big effect on local hardware stores that that struggled. But Walmart, oh man! So it's made us more. It's made it more convenient. So most most people, not everybody goes there, but a lot of people do. You know, billions of people go to uh, Walmart. Made it very convenient for you to go in there and perceivably get uh, sale items. But what you're buying most of the time is crap. It's just crappy uh, products with all kinds of nasty chemicals in them, food that has all kinds of garbage in them. And perceived meaning that you think you're getting a good deal. So you go and you, let's say you want to go and you find a t-shirt there for, and this recently happened, I found a t-shirt for $20. And I'm like, oh, wow, this is a good quality t-shirt. Not only did it shrink down to the size of... uh, one of my small children, but if you realize it, if you go online or you go uh, to a a mall, which you can't go to right now because they're closed, but if you go to a mall and you you look, you can find plenty of t-shirts for less than $20. So perceived value. Um, Anyway, places like Walmart, Walmart walmart.com, Amazon, all this making it much 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 more convenient but that doesn't mean better. We, we have this mentality that, hey, wow, you know, and, and I'm guilty as charged. You know, you go to Amazon and you buy, you add to cart, add to cart, add to cart, and then they have Prime, free shipping, and all this nonsense. And, and what it does is it trains you to want more, and want more now, and you want more now faster, and you want more now faster and free, free shipping. It goes on and on, and it's training you training us all to to want this type of uh, lifestyle and some of you are like yeah duh no kidding well that's not a good thing that's not a good thing because we're not moving quickly meaning we're not we're not moving our bodies like we should be we're not using our minds like we should be we're not going into public like we should be and and having you know handshakes and conversations with people like we should be just because it's simple and convenient that really comes down to laziness i could sit on my chair and order i don't know 10 15 things on amazon and i think i've made a real good uh got a good deal and made it real simple and i've done it that's why i can say this i've done it and um i'll tell you what's changed my heart is uh it's happened to me enough times now that i've just had enough but I bought a treadmill on Amazon, get the treadmill, the treadmill's broken. I contact Amazon, they say, oh, I'm gonna have to return it. So I have to disassemble this heavy treadmill, put it back in the box carefully, and try to ship it. Shipping was a nightmare. USPS didn't wanna ship it, FedEx didn't wanna ship it. Eventually, FedEx picked it up. Um, the bottom line is, FedEx, uh, so the, the place, which by the way was Walmart, the Amazon merchant, the phony merchants on, on Amazon are pathetic. Anybody in the world, in the whole world, can set up a, a shop on Amazon and call themselves whatever they want. But in this case here, I was buying a, a treadmill from Walmart and I didn't even know it. It was it was some alias that they were using, um, which happens all the time. But um, it was returned. We never got our money back for months. Months, literally months fighting this. FedEx, get this, FedEx picked it up. I was witness to them picking it up. They picked it up. They claim they never picked it up, and the merchant claims they never got it. And Amazon's guarantee, they have this one, two, three guarantee, or something like that, and uh, that that I'll get my money back if there's any problem whatsoever. They refuse to give me the money back because there's no proof that it's shipped. And this has happened to my kids, it's happened to me, it's happened to people I know, it's happening all the time. And again, it's a symptom. It's, It's sort of like this whole virus thing, the whole coronavirus thing. It's a symptom of what's going on in the world right now this nonsense with shipping and, 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 and not getting refunds and all this kind of stuff is only because this system exists. If, for example, um, I went down the hill, down the street to a, a local, uh, a small shop, like you go into Switzerland, um, I don't a lot of European communities are like this and you go into, I remember when I was in Switzerland I was walking down their Main Street USA, my God, shop after shop after shop after shop this wasn't just tourism stuff this is just people with you know a deli shop a coffee shop a bagel shop a shirt shop a hat shop a shoes it just went on and on and on um, I remember in Oslo same thing um, this wasn't again it wasn't the touristy area it's just general business people walking around and doing things and uh, it was really really exciting um, to see it was just a really robust economic system and um, but you don't see that here. You got, you got, again, you got Walmart. You got walmart.com now, which, which is selling all kinds of stuff. To, and They're competing with Amazon. All to make life super easy for us Americans. We sit down on our duffs and we get out our phone or tablet or laptop and we order, order, order. And now we're getting mad when they don't show up on time which again is a big problem because like my parents, I'm actually on my way right down now to give them some freaking toilet paper because they've ordered toilet paper now for, uh, it's coming on almost two months, about a month and a half that they can't freaking get toilet paper. That is pathetic. Absolutely 100% despicably pathetic that that we in this country, in the world, okay? Because I care about, we should all care about each other all over the world. Okay, but I'm only saying this country because this is where I live right now. But it is pathetic that we can't find masks, respirators, toilet paper, the basics. You got people panicking in stores like you go to Walmart like a month ago or a few weeks ago. Just chaos. People being rude to each other and, and, and pushing and shoving and racing to get the last water bottle on the shelf or the last Gatorade on the shelf or, or whatever it is. It's just despicable. And and it's, it's shining a light on... Oh man, it's just shining a light on on how things are, not how things should be or could be, but how things are. I was on a phone call yesterday with a church, a bunch of uh, it was a men's group at a church, and there were probably i wanna say fifteen of us, maybe. They're all talking, and and again, you've got you've got a good portion of them. One particular individual was an absolute downer, Debbie Downer, just all negativity. Oh, this problem is only going to get worse before it gets better. And we're not going to see an end to this through summer. And the numbers of deaths are rising. It's just horrible. There was a number of them who were quiet. And, uh, you know, I was trying to speak up, but it was just, it was just, it, it was discouraging only because of the downers. Because downers, it's kind of like poisoning the well. It doesn't help. And I don't care what anybody says. I mean, you know, you could be what you want to call a realist or a a positive person. I mean, you know, whatever, a realist, meaning that I see things how they are, that's fine. But you always have the possibility of looking at the positive side. You know, the old adage where you could make lemonade with lemons, life gives you lemons, you make lemonade, that kind of thing. There's, There's always the bright side, or why don't you look at the bright side and all that. That's what I think is really necessary and not just in this pandemic situation, just in general. And that's what I mean by it. This whole thing is turned on a switch and kind of shine a light on humanity, on life on this planet, because it's showing us the possibility of the lightness or the darkness or the confidence and positivity versus the fear and the doom and the gloom, and anxiety and worry and all that kind of stuff. It shows us both sides of that. So, you know, which which side are you going to choose? You know, it's it's something to think about because what you decide to choose is going to affect how you feel. It's going to affect how you think. It's going to affect those around you. It's going to affect your friends. It's going to affect your community. It's going to affect your state, your country. It's going to affect everything depending on your your particular outlook. And. It, 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 I can't emphasize enough how important it is to take a look at the big picture, the whole thing. All right. And not to be weird about it. You don't have to be, you know, think all conspiracy theories and all this kind of stuff. Just be, just be truthful and honest and look at, look at your surroundings. You know, whether you're living in fear or you're living in confidence or you're looking at the bright side. Are you watching the news, which is riddled with negativity? The news is just, just completely saturated with negativity. You cannot go to a news station right now, the major news networks, CNN, Fox News, uh, who else? Oh boy, any one of them really. They're just, it's, it's a, a, all negativity. You got the Democrats versus the Republicans and you've got the, the fear over the virus and you've got just fear, just fear, 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 fear. fear. It's just despicable. It absolutely is despicable. There are news outlets out there that, like the Epic Times, um, I think it's, I think it's, I think it's John Tang that owns that in New York. He started that, some Chinese American who, I think he got frustrated because he got in some trouble in China by trying to report good news. And it was just, I think he got arrested for it or something and decided to move to, to come to this country and start a, a life here and made a news agency that reports on truthful things. I think they do a much better job and as far as I can tell is very unbiased. Just kind of telling things the way they are. Um, One of the reasons I like YouTube and uh, Pinterest so much is that you can kind of pick and choose the kind of stuff you want to fill your brain with. And, uh, you know, learning how, for example, you know, I'm trying to learn three different languages right now Chinese, Italian, and uh, Spanish, you know, on uh, Duolingo. Or, you know, studying the martial arts, which I always have. Um, I love doing that. Um, space travel and science and you know I was just telling our kids uh, you know they're 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 literally the future whatever they're learning now is going to be helping for the future when you have people like Elon Musk from SpaceX and Tesla and so forth are not afraid to speak out and stand up and do things different and try different things and new things for all of humanity um, that that's what our kids are going to be doing so you know, maybe they're the ones that could work on a super vitamin vaccine that, that you, imagine taking an old person right now that gets a horrible flu virus like this particular COVID-19 version. Um, and and you, you give them this little swig of a drink and it fills them with all kinds of essential nutrients and vitamins, as well as a, a, a very safe chemical that goes and finds this particular virus and just puts it to sleep. It's so, it, and I want to say it's simple only because we're able to defeat cancers and things now. We're able to come up with these machines that can travel to outer solar systems and things. Um, well, out of our solar system, anyway. Nonetheless, the science can be serious depending on what you invest your, your money and resources in. So when you see stories that, or hear stories, you have talked to people that, that, that they don't have masks and respirators and even Oh Man, it just drives me nuts. Toilet paper, for God's sake. Oh, that, come on, folks. Let's get with it. So being part of the difference is as simple as you right now. Brushing yourself off and being, being confident, being part of the solution, being, being a positive person. I was in line at a pizza place the other day waiting for some food pickup, which again, hey, we're lucky they were able to even do pickup. Now, granted, everybody's spread out six feet apart or so, you know, spreading out. But this one guy was in line, this red-faced guy. He was all angry because of this spreading out. Nobody knows who to go into the line next and all this. He's huffing and puffing. And, and I said, a little bit different, isn't it? And he said the most horrible things. He just was about, uh, I can't even repeat what he said, but, he, you know, he's blaming the Chinese and calling them filthy this that such and such you know what they cause? just that that's again part of the problem that's take the two-thirds the the bottom two-thirds the the problematic two-thirds and then there's the bottom of the barrel there that's the bottom of the barrel and all that is is stinking thinking because that person doesn't isn't like that deep down they're angry they're afraid they're scared or whatever there's reasons for being like that they don't have to be like that but that's not helping anything that's not helping anybody it's just just ignorance it's anger it's it's hatred it's just it's just a violent way of looking at things that just just isn't gonna help things now look if there is a problem with another country like China hiding the government China of China hiding hiding things from us and not telling us about you know a certain virus or, or whatever that that's a big problem and that's something that should be addressed but it doesn't mean we have to be violent hate, hateful people um you know it's the same with any country take iran who, who doesn't care much for us or for our country you know for our values or whatever and that's you know that's their right they have the right to do that they have all the right in the world to do that um now that doesn't mean we shouldn't protect ourselves and stand up for ourselves and you know not not be concerned about the the threat of uh, you know dangerous weapons they have and things like that. That's that's common sense, but doesn't mean we have to be hateful, spiteful people because of it. Was my point. You always have that choice, and you know if you're that type of person out there right now saying, "Yo, yeah, screw you," you you know you can call me all kinds of things or whatever. That, that's your choice. But I'm just saying you have an opportunity and 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 a. In a, in a you have a choice of, of how you want to be. You can be part of the solution or part of the problem. And if you're fair and honest, relax, take a, take a good, deep look at this, at yourself. Not everyone else. Take a look at yourself. And you'd be surprised what you can see. Sometimes they say the truth hurts, and the truth does hurt. And I know this because I've done this many, many, many times where I look at myself. And, um, you know, for example, if I'm judging somebody else, I've learned that it's, <laughs> it's me. It's all me. I'm, I'm judging that person because of something inside of me because otherwise I have no reason whatsoever to judge anybody else. None. Zip. No reason. I can have an opinion. I like this or I don't like that or whatever, but to, to judge, to attack, to, to, to come down on, Uh, you know whatever to ridicule there's usually a deeper reason for that you know be it fear or worry or anxiety or something deep inside of me that makes me want to feel that way but anyways anyways that those are my thoughts i know i'm sort of rambling on with some of this stuff but this is what's going on today april 2020 covid 19 which we're so lucky that it is not a like a, like a vicious plague or something that, that, that is just a horrible, despicable and, and, and violent thing that, 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 let's say, for example, might rot your bones, like cancer, God forbid. It's a, it's a flu virus. But a flu virus, a, a very nasty flu virus, is causing this much chaos. What does it really say? What does it really say about us when we were kids and we had the flu our mothers were my mother was very prepared she had band-aid she had bactine she had bandages she had uh you know when it was flu time it was i remember the smell of bleach She bleach water and lysol my bed changed the sheets open the windows you know there was a preparedness there and you know, you, you, God forbid, you let your body do its work. You, you, like like my mother used to say, you know, you're heating up because your body is cooking off the germs. You know, you're heating up for a reason. When our babies were little and they got a, 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 a flu, a fever, doctors would say, yeah, well, let them heat up. As long as they don't heat up to, you know, over 103 degrees or so, you keep an eye on that. But that's what the body does it heats up. It's designed to heat up and cook off some of those germs. And because a lot of these germs cannot survive in the heat. But there's always germs inside of us. We're a biological wonder. We have all kinds of bio, biochemistry going on in our bodies. And, and yes, there are these external foreign substances, but um, preparedness. Are you part of the problem or part of the solution? Are you the lower two thirds? Or are you the higher one third? Think of it as energy levels. Let's, let's call it God energy. Let's call it spiritual and spirit energy. Okay, let's say spirit energy is up at a thousand. A thousand might be your highest, truest, deepest spiritual center. One hundred percent peak performance, right at there, right there at the top. You are the sun. The sun's light is like a hundred. I mean a thousand. Okay, are you up there? That that energy level, or the two thirds, which is down in the you go down to the hundreds or below, the tens, twenties, hundred are you down there where are you in your energy level where where are you you get up into the hundred if you get up into the top thirds up into the thousands up to the spirit energy you you have a profound effect on yourself and everybody around you and all of humanity and it's a choice and for those of you that say oh I just I don't feel right you know I don't feel good I can't help I feel that is total bogus total bogus because you can you can change how you feel that's a whole nother thing, I won't even get into that right now, but I'm just pointing out that it's a choice and be it, you know, look, there was a time when I, I had some injuries and things and, and what it tends to want to do is, uh, you know, uh, challenge you and depress you and, and, and for months, days, weeks, months, many months, sometimes years for people. Can depress you but I go back to this girl Grace Anna who has all kinds of disabilities but boy my god if you, if you just watch her and watch her even taking trying to take a step one walk one step how excited she is about taking one step that is absolute 1000 energy man she is she is just up there and it's just absolutely beautiful to watch and it goes to show you what potential we have what human potential we have what capability we have it's just spectacular It's available for every single one of us, and we all have the ability to, I used to think it's corny, like, oh, you can change the world. My mother used to say that to me. She's like, you know, you you can do amazing things. You can work for Disney. You can be better than Disney. You can do this, you can do that. Encouragement. And we can encourage ourselves and encourage others to just kick butt in the world uh, in a major way. It's there. It's right there right there for you, at any time. And uh, let this be a time that we see what's going on, but notice the change. It happens to be springtime, a time of change, a time of rebirth, a time for new growth. This is a big time in civilization, it really is. And, And you can take this as an opportunity for absolute powerful growth like you've never seen before explode into beautiful things or you can grasp onto it in a fearful way and, and make it make it feel like it's just a doom doomsday type of thing. I'm not I'm I'm certainly grasping for I'm aiming for the the stars, the thousand man the, the, the top third is is just there's there's an excitement there's an excitement there there's a positivity there and if you look very carefully it's there, It's there all around you. So hopefully that's what you're grasping for. Hopefully you see this as a big change for the, for the better, not the worse. And just make changes right away, right now. Start thinking positive, looking positive, helping people. That's a big thing too, helping other people, not just yourself, but helping other people in a good, positive, happy, positive spirit, lifting people up. Lift up your business, lift up your friends. Start a new business, start a new company, start a new product, start developing, start communicating. Get on social media and start promoting good things, not bad things. Think from your heart. Think from love, not hate. Just be the difference in the world. It's as simple as that.